Hi friend, my name is Amy Joy and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. Back when Phil and I were first married, we had a lovely life. He was and is six years older and he was an engineer. I had a year of college yet to go and it was, there was nothing wrong. It was lovely. And yet every day I would think, I wish I were dead. At some point, I think it was always right around 6 p.m. Very odd. And that happened for years. And I would always be like, that is just the oddest thing. There is no reason for me to have that thought. I'm not remotely depressed. It's just strange. And it wasn't until 2019, so literally just weeks shy of our 19th anniversary, that I went to a Christian Healing Ministries conference and Judith McNutt said, oh, if you have the spirit of death, let's go ahead and break that off of you. And so we all stood up and she had us say, repeat after her something like, "Uh, we refuse to partner with you any longer spirit of death. Go to Jesus. And in the place of that, we receive the life of Christ. I mean, something very simple (laughs) like that, that would say no more partnering with death. Yes. Hallelujah for life. So (laughs) that was an astonishing conference. I came away feeling so light and thankful and joyful and, and healed. So that's beautiful. And Maybe at that point, I had not been thinking about I wish I were dead for some years. You know, I guess it had faded at some point. And then a few days later, I was sitting outside and that thought came back. And I was like, oh, no, I know what that is. I'm refusing to partner with you. No, go to Jesus. And so that was that was lovely. And I really haven't had that thought since. And then uh <laughs> then it came time for me to work on my 2022 taxes and i was uh, do i want to say i was a basket case i was not in a positive frame of mind and i don't understand fully why i think there's probably some level of just having to push through something unknown But in this case, as I think about it and reflect on it after the fact, I suspect that this was actually some, I was dealing with, well, okay, I have a few theories on why I was dealing with that sense of, I wish I were dead, which had not come up for a long time. So one of them, I was doing this in the midst of a whole lot of other unexpected and challenging situations where I was facing what felt like a lot of unfinished tasks, a lot of unknowns. And I, (laughs) towards the end of that process, the Lord was like, do you recognize that if you have too many things that you're facing that you don't know how to do, it's really easy to start feeling like a failure all the time. (laughs) And I was like, yes, I am well aware of that. Thank you. But I wasn't aware enough at the time to say, oh, Maybe some of these things I can hold off, you know, let me close a few loops so that I have some wins and then move forward with some of the other things that I need to close the loops. And let me make sure that I'm doing a few things that make me happy every day. Not necessarily big things, but like I could pop myself some popcorn and eat it. That is actually one of my favorite things. And so 
there was there were practical things that I could do in order to help. I think there is probably some generational root. I I suspect that because that thought would come to mind regularly that that goes back I probably not to my parents generation but at some point grandparents or before and in some ways we are all under sentence of death so it could be quite a long extended back generationally uh I don't I don't know and at some point I'll probably pray through that during a healing prayer session but that's another one of my guesses I also suspect that because I was uh, because I had not shut the door on that statement back in the early 2000s, that I have, I, that would be one of my places of susceptibility. This is something I kind of keep coming back to that idea in this season. Like, what are the, what are the soft spots? It, what are the chinks in my armor? What are the places that it's like the enemy can come and kind of poke at me and be like, oh, yep, that's a little place to make you flinch. Oh, yep, there it is. And so that's that's not so good. <laughs> Let's make sure that doesn't happen. Uh, and so I think with that, the answer is to just close the door, right? Like, I do not want to be entertaining the spirit of death or suicide or anything else. So Jesus, I want to close the door. And the reality is, I could do the same thing here for generational healing, which goes something like this. So Lord, I interpose the cross of Christ at the point of my conception. And I ask that as a polluted stream comes down to me from uh, my mother and my father from my generations, I'm asking Lord that that polluted stream would run into the cross of Christ and that I would receive from the receive the gifts for my generations and not the curses. I pray, Lord, that that spirit of death and anything related to that, the despair, the untimely death, all of that, that that would fall to the ground, rendered null and void by the blood of Jesus. And then, Lord, as I have lived for, in my case, 44 years, under that that mantle, under that spirit, Lord, I want to say no to that. Send that to you, Jesus, and receive anew the gift of life that you offer. Thank you, Lord. Amen. So I say all of that, that's kind of the spiritual realm. (laughs) And then we come to the natural realm. This absolutely made me laugh. So some months ago, I was talking to my healing prayer person, Cindy McFadden, about how I really didn't want to deal with the finances. Every time I tried, I would wish I were dead. And And she kind of laughed and she was like, well, I would maybe prefer to be dead than go and have a colonoscopy. Like some things you just have to do because you have to do them. And that was actually a really helpful perspective to say, yeah, there's this thing called adulting and it's not overly fun all the time. Sometimes you have to do the thing you don't want to do. Sometimes you have to go to the DMV. Sometimes you have to wait on hold with the airline for a couple hours, like whatever it might be, that's actually just the reality of being alive. Oh, okay. Helpful perspective. Helpful to remember that we are, (laughs) we are not just spiritual beings with sort of like spirits interfering in the second heaven. That if you subscribe to that idea of the first heaven being like what we walk on, second heaven being the realm where the angels and the principalities battle things out, and then the third heaven being the realm where God dwells. 
not necessarily scriptural other than the fact that Paul talks about being caught up to the third heaven and that seems like a reasonable explanation for what that might that one cryptic remark might mean but in any case we are more than spiritual beings we are also physical beings and subject to various things as well so lord jesus Thank you for the ways that you walk with us (laughs) in all of our humanity. You are a good God. Amen.